Hey everybody, and welcome to the Make It Make Sense The Right Way podcast. This is the podcast where we discuss social, political, religious, and random issues we may see on social media, in the news, or things we just talk about amongst ourselves and try and make sense of it. Get a little clarity. Now, sometimes the clarity is my opinion, so don't be offended. We're just trying to figure things out and make it make sense. So, with that being said, this is just a little less chat. Um, And I'm just going to speak a couple of things. I've been off Facebook the last couple of days. And I got back on there today and I just really didn't feel like typing statuses. And so, even though we're still in the process of figuring this podcast out I still want to just do a couple of little chats and it'll help us along the way so this weekend this past weekend I was so proud of champagne you guys stepped up so last week we remember the marketplace mall issue the riot slash protest slash looting whatever we calling it and through all of that they birthed pain to peace and this was organized by Naomi Dupree and Drake I'm not sure Drake's last name and their mentors Justin Hendricks and Courtney Miller and just seeing Hessel Park the way it was yes I was in my feelings but I was I felt confident knowing I was able to help as much as I could being out of state So I just want to say it was beautiful. I am so proud of y'all, Champagne. Y'all stepped up. It was peaceful, and it was just what the city needed. Then, not only that, I was kind of excited to see Mr. Satchez Johnson. He's the Black Lives Matter president for the Champagne chapter, and he was protesting in Monticello. Why do I say Monticello and not, you know, included with the other ones? Because that is rural Illinois. And if you guys know anything about those little towns surrounding Champaign, you know they are not too quick to protest Black Lives Matter. So for them to step out and do that, that was so beautiful. But it also showed people are tired those are Trump areas and you would think but no people are tired America witnessed what we've been talking about for years America saw how a black man was murdered right before us even though he complied he wasn't hostile or anything we watched him die from beginning to end, literally the end. And so I think it resonated with a lot of us and not just the black community, but also the nation. We weren't used to this and it's not fair, but this is what we've been trying to tell you. Um, I just think we just need a little bit more. That's all I'm going to say on that. But I do um, want to speak on the Marketplace Mall issue. So last week, we remember Marketplace Mall in Champaign was 
the how can I say it? I don't want to say it they it was the site of a lot of looting protesting and rioting I'm gonna put it like that so there was a flyer that went out that said marketplace mall at whatever time riot and bring whatever so when I first saw it I'm like why would somebody do this like you just put it out there like that and then after I started thinking about it um I had to wonder do they actually know the difference between rioting, protesting, and looting? Or is it all clumped together? After looking at some of the media um, and reading some news reports, many of the states who have been protesting, um, most of the material that we see and that they... um, speak on or writing about is the looting and the rioting. They don't say anything about peaceful protests too much or any of that. It's always rioting or looting. So I'm wondering if that's what they really thought they were doing. Like it was okay. They hear rioting and protesting. I don't, maybe he didn't, but I just, I just can't understand why he would just put riot. I really think it plays, the media plays a role in a lot of things. And when you're sitting there watching other things going around, going on in other states, it's, it affects you. And yes, we've had some issues in Champaign with police brutality. And so it resonated with a lot of the youth. And I don't think the intention was for them to take it that far and but they did so I just want to know who's teaching them how to protest peacefully now Saturday protest was really nice and peaceful Um, the outcome was wonderful this is but the marketplace mall issue the reason it concerns me more is because it was our youth So I'm like, who's teaching them how to protest? Do they know what to do? Do they know how to protest? The last time we had peaceful protests were back in the 60s. I actually watched um, some, I think it was like a documentary on um, sit-ins or whatever. Had um, some of the white allies, as well as some of the other activists, the black activists, working with the um, people who were going to go into the establishment that was not for black people sit and protest. They were blowing smoke in their face. They were, you know, pushing them, throwing stuff and just teaching them how to do it peacefully. And you know what? I'm looking at these like, wow, nobody did anything. I'm like, mm. I saw one where one lady was spit on, and I'm like, ah, oh, heck no. Nah. And you know what? She wiped it off and kept marching. Bless her heart, because it couldn't have been me. But that's what they did. So it's been like that and throughout the years. I think the first major thing that I saw was the Rodney King issue. 
and the way that went down. And then after that, this, um, yeah, this generation is more so the Michael Brown era. So they thinking back to Ferguson and all that other stuff. So with that being said, I just don't want the youth to be judged so harshly, but I do want them to take accountability, but also get something from that accountability because the one who made the flyer allegedly is what they went to Mississippi or somewhere south to pick him up and a hundred thousand dollar bond is is it really that serious I know I know there was a lot of damage um and I'm not gonna take away from what they did or I'm not condoning it at all but I don't think he should be the scapegoat. And I think if they look more into the situation, they may see things different. And all I'm saying is with the media, when you speak negative stuff and that's all they hear and you don't tell them what they need to do or how to do it, that's what they're going to do. I'm just going to leave that right there. News Gazette, that's all I'm going to say. So anyway, so as I was continuing watching all these um, sit-ins, next up, Miss Candace Owen. So this is the black girl who is so distraught about us, because I'm included, um, protesting George Floyd because he was a criminal in the past, in the past. At that moment, when George was arrested, he followed whatever the cop had said. He complied. He wasn't hostile, even though they said he had a counterfeit $20 bill that came out to be real. So all of this was over. This was a big mistake, basically. Basically, anyway. And so... um she just went down and just talked about him. He had this, this, and that, and I don't think we should do that. First off, it's beyond George Floyd. This has been years in the making. We have been speaking on this forever. This time, it just so happened that America as a whole saw it. Usually, we see a video um, as soon as it happens and we don't see the before and so people start forming opinions about well you didn't see blah 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 well this time we did and I don't care what he did in his past I don't care what he had did the day before in that time he didn't do anything and so for her to get on and speak on that and basically blame racism on the beliefs of what African-Americans think is crazy even though she was a victim of racism sued worked with the NAACP and once she got the money she turned on them now she's Trump crazy then we have Vice President Pence coming in and inviting her to the White House asking her what can we do how can we help? You asking the wrong person. First of all, she do not speak for us. Again, let me get that straight. She do not speak for us. 
Heck, I don't think she speak for anybody. But it's easier for them to have her to continue whatever narrative they had planned than to bring in somebody that got sense. And so I usually don't share her stuff or talk about it too much. But after I was seeing comments of people praising her and this and that, majority was white, but there were a couple of black people. And I'm sitting there like, I have to share this. Because if I don't say anything or people don't share it, they're just going to assume it's okay. They're going to assume that she's right. And we need to just start exposing these folks because they're messing us up. It's just ridiculous. We have to. Because once they start agreeing with her and everything else, they're going to keep that same heart. They're going to keep that same racism. They're not going to change. So, guys, I don't know. So, that was one issue I had. Then the next issue we got was um, Birmingham. I'm in Birmingham now. And we got this whole alert about the KKK being downtown on Friday. Um, But they shut the city down around 7. And I guess they were going to protest about a Confederate um, statue or something. But throughout this whole KKK conversation a few days earlier, a pastor was exposed um, for being part of the KKK. And the thing is, it's an interracial um, congregation. It's not just all white or all black. But it's a nice mixture. And when things got exposed, he did the apology. You know, they always got that good apology. And in his apology, to his members in the pulpit, he said, I own up to everything I've done. Just don't believe it. Huh? Okay, so you thinking like me, right? You just owned up to it, but you don't want us to believe it. Hmm. Okay. That's the apology we going with nowadays? You gonna just tell me. And it's just frustrating because this is what a lot of people go to the church for, you know, comfort before, you know, they need reassurance just to get their spirits up to deal with what's going on now. So now we have a pastor who's basically working with the groups we trying to, you know, rid ourselves of, rid ourselves of. And it's just really frustrating. And so I don't know too much about the church. I'm just speaking on what I've read and um, anything. And after I read it, I don't even care to look into it anymore because it'd be people, well, if you understand, I don't need to understand nothing else. That was enough. I don't need to. But when we do speak on the um, ministers and pastors, that's a big debate right now within the black community. With the um, the first, I've seen a lot of posts asking where are the black ministers, where are the black preachers, where are the pastors, black leaders. First off, when it comes to my spiritual well-being, that's when I go to my pastor. Um, I don't need my pastor to be out in the forefront for me 
to protest or, you know, speak on the injustices of what's going on. If they do it, thank God. I, I, I applaud you. But I'm not relying on them. I'm not relying on the black leaders. If you step up and do what you're supposed to, uh, we cool. But I'm not going to rely on you because I've seen what happens. I've seen the Al Sharptons who only show up at funerals or if it's a large media um, presence there. Otherwise, we don't see them too much. I haven't heard from Al Sharpton. I don't think this whole year, the first six months, a election year, I haven't heard from him. I haven't heard from him trying to, hey, this is an election year. We need to vote. Um, he don't even have to tell us Joe Biden or Donald Trump. Just tell us to vote. He has not been around. However, now we got this national, well, actually, all over the world, um, movement and he is so readily available so I don't stuff like that and he's a minister I guess so I don't look to the ministers or the black leaders in our community especially if you haven't proved yourself so for the ones saying we're the black ministers this and that I at this point I don't care I, I hope they have the same um opinions and values that I have but I'm not with them because what's going on in the political and um, that region that area I'm sorry but um, I'm with them for my spiritual well-being and that is important right now especially during this time so that's what I want to say I don't want to go too much into that because y'all know I'm a PK but that's what I want to say is like I'm not looking to the black church to help us as much and it's not because I don't think they can I just don't think um, it's a mandatory thing yes speak on it and everything else but I'm not going to keep calling out these black leaders I mean black ministers when y'all didn't made black leaders who make the black leaders that's the question who is the one who can be okay who picked Al Sharpton hmm who picked Jesse Jackson like that's what I'm saying like okay I'm gonna leave that alone before I go too much into that and so um I don't I didn't want to make this too long but the racial tension that is going on right now you can actually feel it um some of us are still on lockdown, but when we go out, you can feel it. You can feel when you're reading, when you're watching, you can feel like it's a big shift. And it's really interesting. Um, it's really interesting seeing a lot of um, white allies coming and just working with us and, you know, marching with us, demanding justice and all that. But then we have a few that's kind of throwing me off. Yeah, it's okay to want to help. And no, I love when you guys help. I love when we can walk side by side and both have that same agenda. But now they got these shenanigans going on. 
Nancy Pelosi with the kente cloth on the floor trying to kneel, knowing good and well she couldn't get up. What possessed her? I, the way she was getting up, I know she got knee problems. So why would she get down there? I wonder if she used Bengay that day. Or did she? I don't know, but I know she used it that night. Anyway, but like her, and then I was reading a couple of other posts. They're shaving their heads for Black Lives Matter, or we doing it. Those shenanigans are not necessary. If you are for the black community, if you want justice, be yourself. All that stuff just takes away from the narrative. So now we're focused on her and her kente cloth or her and her hair, or they did this. And then when they call out on it, all of a sudden it's our fault. The but We tried to help them, but no, you didn't try and help us. No, because if you tried to help us, you wouldn't be trying to do too much extra stuff that will cause attention to you. And a lot of this stuff is about attention. It's attention seeking. And at this moment, that's not what we're looking for. You can support the black community just by being yourself, just being sincere. And that's basically it. All that other stuff is not needed. And then my last point is, um, I've been looking into defunding the police. I'm not too sure on, like, the whole concept. So if any of you guys know, let me know if you know any good articles or books that might help me understand that um, or how that would look if it happened, if it was to happen. Just send me a link or something because I'm not too familiar with it but I am wanting and willing to learn and look into it so sorry about this being long this was supposed to be a little chat so and now yeah it's a little bit long but I did want to tell you guys we're in process of planning scheduling and formatting um this podcast yes it's making make sense the right today you don't know what right might pop up. Today is me. Tomorrow it could be my sister, my niece, my daughter, or whoever. So I just want you guys to look out for the podcast. Listen, um, a lot of us express our opinions and our talks through this. You guys know I will write a status in a minute and it'd be like 80 pages. And it's, this is just easier for me. Um, to do is just speak on it so don't get mad about if I got words mixed up um, if I said things that didn't go or if I keep like the um if I keep saying that too much just know y'all I'm trying to do better I'm working on it but I also just wanted to put this out like as an informal little talk because I'm just some of the things I'm saying is really interesting yeah interesting I'm gonna use interesting so I won't get myself in trouble well anyway thank you guys for listening and checking us out and stay tuned for the next episode coming up any day now bye guys